The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. All right. Welcome back to the Dave Congo program on News Talk 920 KBC. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave, and it's certainly my pleasure to be here, and I hope your day has been going well. As Craig was saying, we might see some snow, which is crazy. We're having a real winter here, a real winter, which is kind of... Anyway... I want to tell you, really, I want to tell you, I was so fortunate to meet our guest, Matt Schwartz, at Central Coast Music. I was um, getting some equipment for a high school reunion, you know. Anyway, Matt volunteered as assistant, and I'm always looking out for a, a possible program topic, so I got his number. Matt is a guitar tech, and I'm going to have Matt explain what that is and who he's done it for. But meanwhile, welcome, Matt, to the Dave Conklin Show on AM 920 KVC. Oh, Gary, it's always great to hear your voice, brother, Hello. calling you from the beautiful Aloha State, Kona, Hawaii. Yes. As beautiful as it is today. Well, I bet you don't have any snow getting ready to come there like what might be happening here. No, not at all. It's another beautiful day. It's sunny, warm, about 76. I mean, you can't beat it. No, that's that's really great. It's an interesting story how that happened for you, but I won't start off there. Tell us, explain to us in layperson's term what a guitar tech does. So someone who's a guitar tech, um, a technician is generally someone who fixes things, and we deal with guitars and, you know, amplifiers and things like that nature. So, you know, you can come into the shop or you can come bring me a guitar, like a 1958 a Gold Top Les Paul, and say, hey, I just want to get different strings. The strings totally matter. What you, it, put, it definitely matters what kind of strings you put on a guitar. The way that the guitar is intonated is the is the bridge a floating bridge? Is it a is it a set bridge? How do you want it to hit your you know your rig? You know, and there's so many different ways of you know people setting up their guitars and things like that. To, yeah. Yeah. You know, it really depends on the player. Uh-huh. Well, with that, talking about players, uh, drop some names here. Tell us who are some people that you have worked for. Um, I just recently got a guitar in from Hana, Hawaii, from the Chris Christopherson camp, for example. It was an old 1984 Japanese-released Yamaha. It was a copy of a Martin... It was a, basically a copy of an Alvarez AD30 which were handcrafted in Japan at the time. Alvarez was a Spanish guitar company that then moved to Japan and started manufacturing out of Japan. So they've got, you know, a broad, you know, horizon of different copy models and things like that since that just travels around the guitar world. But I did a couple of repairs for him. Um, I've seen guitars come in from, you know, Rick Nielsen and stuff when I was in the union. I assisted his guitar tech and stuff for a little bit and just like 
you know, knew the gear and kind of just worked my way around it. But it was really interesting how the guitar tech job really landed on me. I also worked for a country artist named Mark McKay, who did a bunch of opening act gigs for like Kenny Wayne Shepherd and so on and so forth. And, well, you and know, it, mm-hmm. the music world has been blessed to take me around. Well, when I met you, you had just come off the road with uh, Buddy Guy. You you were on uh, yeah I did a few gig- I did some I did a few repairs actually um, I did a couple shows with um, them I did a repair for a couple other things in L A that was that was fun mm-hmm. and then also uh, I'm gonna name drop for you you uh, told me about uh, working uh, behind the scenes uh, for Rod Stewart for Stevie Wonder yes that was that was the Santa Barbara County Bowl which was so much fun I was in local. I was in IATSE Union Local 442, which is based out of Santa Barbara and San Luis Obispo, and I got a phone call from the steward, and she said, oh, hey, um, we got a slot open for a you know, sound tech position. That's how I honestly really got my start as a sound engineer and, uh, and a speaker technician. I was a PA systems tech, so I ran cables and stuff for big speaker systems and arenas like Staples Center and stuff while I was in the union. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was, you know, I was there more as like, you know, one of the guys behind the scenes. I, you know, had to carry down. Fun fact, Rod Stewart runs two miles a day before he plays a show. Never knew that until I was there. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, how did so, you how, how did you get get your start? What was your age when you first um, discovered that it really is a a, a talent, Matt? It really is exceptional. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, t- tell me, tell us a little bit uh, a, a, a synopsis of your history. How did you get started? How old were you? So, I was a fourteen years old. I was a fourteen year old kid. I was I was born and I grew up in Ventura County, Thousand Oaks. Um, my dad lived there ever since the early 80s, but I remember um, just taking an elective class in high school, and there was a couple of my teachers who were musicians, and they wanted to set up a recording studio, like a mock recording studio, and I just kind of gained the interest, and from there, I kind of just branched out, and my friends and I just started making music and recording our own stuff for fun, and next thing you know, I graduate high school, and... I just said, this is kind of the path that I choose and what I want to do. And I um, met a guy in Agora Hills, California, who um, by the name of Michael Laskow, who had a company called Taxi A&R. And I grew up with his daughter. We went to school together and, you know, kind of had that history. And he said, you know, I know this guy. And I want you to go down to, you know, to West, you know, West Hollywood and meet this guy, Peter, and he was the secretary for a recording studio or for um, a place called Westlake Recording Studios. And he um, put me in through the what they call the Create Music Academy, where I was interning under probably one of the best sound guys in L.A., Doug Fenske, who is still a you know dear friend of mine, and I consider him to be one of my mentors and teachers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I spent time you know putting my time in learning from you know those guys and by the time i you know went to cuesta did a little bit of work at cuesta and then i just realized that for me the right decision for me was to go out there and branch out on my own 
Yeah. So and, I just took that leap of faith and said, this is it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's great when one can follow their their passion. I want to mention that if you did just yeah. so happen to join us here on the Dave Conglin program, we're talking with Matt Schwartz. And Matt is a guitar tech, but he is really exceptional. He's a, a young man, uh, worked with Stevie Wonder, with Rod Stewart, with Buddy Guy. He's got his own recording studio where, uh, what's her name, Jane from the Go-Go's? What's her name? Jane Wielden? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's got a, a member of the Go-Go's coming into his studio uh, because of uh, of the his level of, of uh, expertise. And uh, Matt, we're going to have to take a break here in just a, a second, but what spread your reputation? Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that can try to do what you do, but, but uh, you caught on. Was it Frankly, just your level of, of expertise and knowledge that spread your reputation. Right. It was it was word of mouth. I was kind of an interesting kid. I spent time, you know, I'd never really put myself on the social media. I never really did that, and you know, I I put in the hard work. I started working, and you know, started doing what I do from my garage when I was you know fifteen years old. Like hmm. I just said, you know, this is what I'm going to do with my life, and just went down the path and yeah. 10 years later I'm I'm just grateful that I'm here. Well, yes, I imagine. And here and we got to take a break, but he goes visits a friend in Hawaii, he's living here. He walks into a music store. They ask him what he, he tells him what he, what uh, he does and they offer him a job. Please, please come work for us. And so now Matt's living in in Hawaii, uh, living his dream over there. So it it's really a great story. Everybody, we do need to take a quick break. You're listening to Dave Congle program on News Talk 920 KVC. This is Gary J. Freiberg and when we come back We're going to talk more with Matt Schwartz and what it's like being out on the road with some big people. All right, welcome back to News Talk 920 KBC on the Dave Conlon program. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in. I want to mention that uh, coming up after at, at 4 o'clock, we're uh, talking with uh, Rachel Dion, who's emergency service coordinator with the County of San Luis Obispo, and then uh, Chuck Cecina out of uh, Los Osos will be here from 435. And then at 5 o'clock, we've got Sean Ran, who is the son of Sally Rand, who was a... A leading feminist back in the 20s as a dancer, as a burlesque, burlesque dancer. But right now, I want to get back to Matt. Matt is a guitar tech young man uh, that who has, since he was 15, followed his passion and has had just uh, just wonderful success. Matt, I'm, I'm curious... Um, when you are tuning uh, a guitar, like say say you're at a uh, you're working at a, a Rod Stewart concert or the Stevie Wonder concert, um, and they're using different guitars, do you have to know the song that you're tuning the guitar for? Yes, it really depends on you know the songs. You know, there's different tunings, so you know my you know some bands prefer to tune to d standard some to e flat some keep it in standard tuning and the way that tunings on guitar works is that they're in increments of fourths in music there's something called the circle of fifths so if you're playing in the note of c which is a natural chord which is no flats or no sharps you can jump to a minor you can you can jump to a major you can jump to e minor you can even jump to f and then you can even carry a seventh, and it can become more of a kind of 
jazzy or more country sort of, you know. Uh-huh. It really depends on what you want to do. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and because uh, as a, uh, attending in, in the audience, I mean, all I see is that they take off their guitar and they trade it out for another one. And, and uh, so each song, e- each guitar, and I don't want to go into a lot of technical detail, but each guitar is for a specific purpose because of the kinds of strings and the way that it's tuned. Is, is that correct? Well, basically... Each guitar is, you know, depending on what the song is, if you're playing, you know, a Fender Stratocaster, a Fender Stratocaster has single coils, but if you play a guitar that has single coils next to a guitar that has double coil pickups or to one that has a P90 pickup, it all sounds different. The pickup is what gives the sound out through the amplifier from the guitar. So you're running what they call a quarter-inch TRX, you know, send out into an amplifier, so... Whatever goes in has to come out. Right. In right. theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. all about what sort of pickups are on the guitar and what kind of guitar was played because the wood is different. You know, you know, things are totally, you know, even if you're playing an acoustic guitar, if you have a more narrow body, it gives it... You know, different tone than what's on a wider body. Right, and I and not to jump in, but I assume that that is decided by the musician, and they say, "I want to use this guitar for this song," and right, yeah, and and so on. And then your job is to make sure that it's tuned up in the particular chord in a particular way, so when they grab it, they're ready. It's all ready to go. Um, and it's plugged in and ready to play. Mm-hmm. So you've been on the road, and I'm not looking for anything salacious. I'm not looking for anything that, that is private. But typically when you're at the backstage, uh, and again, the names that you've thrown out to me uh, most readily that I know, Buddy Guy and Stevie Wonder and, and, and Rod Stewart, um, what is, what's typically the atmosphere like backstage? Um, it's a bunch of guys like me sleeping on road cases because we've been working for 15 hours. <laughs> uh, uh, That's a lot of what's going on. It's 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 really a different world, you know. It's the text world when we're done on our setup and stuff. If you're the if you're an electrician, if you're you know part of electricians union, you're a part of you know speaker tech, you know you know the IOTS union is so massive. So when you're working in a place like Santa Barbara Bowl. And the Santa Barbara Bowl is massive. You're having to run thousands of watts of power just to power that up, you know. Four or five, you know, three distros and a front of house board, and you're running 500 feet of cable, and it takes, you know, 10 people. And, you know, the show doesn't happen without the production. Right. Right. And that's, and so, yeah. Yeah. That's why somebody like yourself has got, they're, they're putting a lot of trust in your hands because when they grab it, that thing's got to sound right. Yeah, we we went to school to do rigging where, you know, when you're looking on stage, you know how the lights hang off of the stage? That's called, you know, truss. And the truss is what, you know, is what you clamp your lights off. Excuse me, and your speakers and, you know, all the stuff that you really need to, you know, run that show and what you need to, you know, fly up in the air. You're using quarter-ton motor key, you know. Yeah. Quarter-ton motors, you know, and steel chain and... Yeah, you know it's a lot of that work. Yeah, I yes, and yeah, I mean they they and they've got to make it seem new every night that they go out and play because that audience in one town and then they got another audience in another town and they got to yeah they got they got to bring in generally uh, well a couple questions Um, are are then are the big acts or I mean are, are they pretty respectful 
for you for guitar techs for for what you do? Well, for well, most of my work, like I, I did guitar tech work, kind of more like, um, kind of like private contract kind of way, where they pay me, you know, to be there as a guitar tech personally from the like, you know, depending on who it was, or it was just the word of mouth that I knew how to do things I needed to fill in or. You know, that's been so many of the times where that's just kind of how it is in this industry. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of times where someone will have a guy, something's happened in their family or they get sick, they need another guy to be at the show who knows what they're doing. So they call me or they call, you know, my good friend Dave Holman, who was a luthier for um, Gary Clark Jr. For, for 10 years. I mean, he, that man, I learned so much from him. Like, yes. he taught me so much about what I know and, you know, mm-hmm. and do now. Like, I'm just self-taught and, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what it's all about. But yeah. the big acts, like, I've been really blessed. I, when I was in IOPC Local 33 as a speaker technician, I was a PA Systems Tech with a 400-man crew at Dodger Stadium. I was a part of the production crew for the largest comedy performance ever done in the world. <laughs> and that was something really special. Did you say the largest comedy special? Is that what you said? Yes, the largest comedy special ever recorded and counted with 165,000 people. Oh, wow. wow. It wow. was massive. Yes, and that just. After the show, it was a comedian who was known as Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias, came down in our huddle and personally thanked us for having this happen and everything. and gave us free catering and everything. He was so nice. Oh, well, that's, that is always... And it really, like, connected that where there's still good people uh-huh. who care about others. Uh-huh. And th- in, in this industry, there's not a lot of people that are very nice and very forgiving. Hmm. You'll go to work for them, and the next thing you know, they don't pay you. Hmm. Huh. Um, I do want to mention that uh, you're listening to News Talk 920 KBC on the Dave Conklin program. This is Gary J. Freiberg, and our guest is is Matt Schwartz, uh, guitar tech extraordinaire. Do and, and we've only got about five minutes left. Do guitar techs trade stories? Do you hear through the grapevine? This guy is good. This guy is not good to work for. Do do you? Guys? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of interesting ones. <laughs> I, I bet. And without naming names, are there artists that you wouldn't work for if you had the chance? Yes, definitely. Hmm. Well, it seems it seems that uh, they're only hurting themselves. If I was going to say, you can name names. I don't mind. Go right ahead. <laughs> well, uh, this is a. Night. I mean, I was when I was in when I was working at Westlake Recording Studios. Here's kind of one, but. I pull up, Peter comes out, hey, we got the Backstreet Boys in Studio D, Justin Bieber's in Studio B, and his whole entourage took all of our staff parking spots, and we were like, hey, you know, um, can someone help tell us to move these cars, and, you know, we got to go to work, and Justin Bieber's manager comes out and starts screaming at us and, like, cursing at us belligerently. It was crazy. Hmm. It was crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it uh, is not surprising that some big egos would uh, would think that they have the rights to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. How about backstage? Is there a hierarchy? I read recently that you don't look Neil Diamond in the eye backstage or he flips out. Um, but generally, is there well, a... Uh, I'm sorry. 
Uh, oh, I was, I was just saying that. Um, right. is, is there normally a, a hierarchy uh, backstage, some unwritten rules on on uh, who you can talk to and who you can't? Um, yeah, generally, I don't affiliate. You know, as when I'm a guitar tech, yes, I will affiliate. But when I'm going out doing, you know, speaker tech work or as a sound engineer, no. My job is to directly work with production and yes, as a front of house mixer, you work with the artist by with, when they give you hand signals to turn up, turn down in their monitor mix, depending on, you know, what you, um, you know, depending on what, you know, your setup is. If it's a bigger show, generally, you're just out there in the front mixing what everyone's listening to. Yes. Yeah. And then you don't get invited to the dinner. You don't get invited to that. You go right back to the tour bus to sleep and wake up and do it all over again. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, that's that's interesting to know, and it sounds like uh, like anything else, it can uh, it can vary. Uh, Matt, we've only got about forty five seconds left, so just give me a, a quick answer. Is being on the road with a top pack fun or stressful? Generally, it can be both. I honestly found this position here, and I think I'm much happier not being on the road as much anymore. Yeah, than having to drive four hundred miles for a gig or do this or you know, yeah. It gets really crazy, but I, you know, I enjoyed the stories that have gone with it. You know, some which are just way too crazy to talk about. And some that, you know, and the experiences and the many, many, many mentors I have. Yes. Had. Yes. Throughout and, the years. Yes. And Matt, I don't want to interrupt you, but, but we, uh, we're getting short where I need to cut it off. Everybody, we've been talking with Matt Schwartz and such an impressive young man. You're listening to the Dave Congleton program on News Talk 920 KVC. When we come back, we've got Rachel Dion, who's with Emergency Service Coordinator with San Luis Obispo. Matt, thank you so much for taking your time. And I'm sure you've got lots of adventures ahead of you. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.